My name is Greg Knapp. This is the Greg Knapp Experience, your 20-minute thrill ride for your commute or your workout. Some bad COVID news coming out of Israel, and Florida Governor DeSantis is getting creative to save his residents from Biden's punishment on reducing the amount of monoclonal treatments that the state will get. Thousands of Haitians overwhelming our border in Texas. The Pentagon admits Biden's over-the-horizon drone. Well, it didn't really kill Special K ISIS members. Nope. Instead, an innocent aide and seven innocent children. Yikes. Just what we've been telling you. And wait till you hear how the New York Times describes the guy in charge of getting nukes for a terrorist-controlled government. (laughs) It's all coming up on the Greg Knapp Experience. Let's go. So, from just the news, Israel continuing to struggle from the Delta wave. One health official said they are now at a record number of cases, even as the country records some of the highest vaccination rates in the world. The Israeli health ministry director said this, the virus replication has recently declined, we thought, before beginning to increase. I hoped that we would see a clearer drop, but we are still not seeing it. That is not good news because we're getting most of our information on this COVID situation from Israel. I don't know why our CDC isn't doing more, but if Israel's any indication, this is not going well. The FDA advisory panel, meanwhile, is voting against Pfizer boosters for all adults. If you remember Biden back on August 18th, he said, yeah, we're going to have boosters. We're going to have boosters ready September 20th. Uh, Everybody's going to be getting a booster shot that had the the Pfizer shot because we're seeing it start to Whoops. The FDA says no. We do not think all adults should be getting the Pfizer booster right now, although they did approve unanimously boosters for seniors and other high-risk people. Now, the CDC isn't even going to meet till mid-next week. Hot Air reporting on this to discuss a timetable. There's still no word on Moderna and the Johnson & Johnson boosters. Should people get those? We're not hearing anything. Are you confused yet? Hey, Joe, why, why did you get ahead of the science? Joe, why aren't you listening to the science? Joe, what about Moderna? What about J&J? What? Uh, he's, uh, he's at vacation right now. The CDC is releasing new data, and it did show declining protection against not just infection, but hospitalization for Pfizer recipients. I got the Pfizer. I thought that was better. I mean, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. The Moderna recipients saw no decrease in protection after 120 days. That's from a new study. So the Pfizer one is still good, right? The Pfizer vaccine was 91% effective in preventing hospitalization after 90 days, but beyond 120 days, its effectiveness fell to 77%. Yikes. So so here's a question. What does the science and the so-called experts actually say? Well, again, it depends, which is why we should stop trying to tell everybody that it's misinformation and deplatforming people because Fauci and the CDC, boosters, boosters, boosters. The FDA, no, no boosters yet, you know, except for seniors and except for the immunocompromised. And Pfizer, yes, boosters, probably, eventually, maybe. Moderna, J&J, no idea. Can't figure out why people are confused, can you? I mean, it's, it's clear as mud. Meanwhile... In Florida, Governor DeSantis is trying to save lives while Joe Biden appears to be wanting to punish red states. We talked about this last week. The Biden administration is going to take over the nationwide distribution of the monoclonal antibody treatments, mainly Regeneron, 
Regeneron is the main thing we're talking about here, right? Well, the Biden administration said, oh, those red states are using too much. I mean, you look at these red states and they're using 70% of these monoclonal antibodies. This treatment should be for everybody. But do the other states need it? Well, not right now, but we got to save it up. Why aren't we making more of it? Why, why isn't there an Operation Warp Speed for more of the monoclonal treatments so that we don't have to refuse anybody? There are waiting lists right now in Florida. Some people are waiting three days, and the earlier you can get this treatment, the better this treatment is. Remember when it was the ventilator scare under Trump? Oh, we don't have enough ventilators. How could Trump allow this to happen? We've got to get the ventilators. People are going to be dying without the ventilators. Not a single person was ever denied a ventilator. And we were able to ramp up production of ventilators, get them from wherever we needed, so that there were plenty of ventilators. Then, then it came the vaccine. Why don't we have a vaccine? We need a vaccine. Trump reduced a bunch of regulations, poured in a ton of money. We got the vaccines before Biden was elected. When the media said, there's no way that can happen. That can't happen. That can It happened. So where is the Operation Warp Speed for this, for the monoclonal antibodies? Instead, what we're going to do is we're going to punish the red states and we're going to withhold treatment. Could you imagine if Trump had done that to blue states? Oh, no, no, that's not what he's doing. He's just doing, just making it so it's a more equitable distribution. But wait a second. If the other states don't need it right now, then why aren't you using it on all the people who currently need it in whatever state they're in and then get more? We can make more. Well, it's, no, we shouldn't be giving it to the unvaccinated. So we're going to punish people because they chose not to be vaccinated? Wait a second. We give treatment to people who choose not to wear a seatbelt, people who choose to smoke, People who choose to ride motorcycles. We give treatment to gangbangers who are shooting each other in the street. But we're not going to give treatment to unvaccinated people? I don't understand how America's putting up with this, man. I don't get it. Governor Ron DeSantis had been opening up clinics across Florida to help promote early treatment. The feds bought up all the Regeneron now. But there are other monoclonal antibody treatments. Leslie Eastman reporting... GlaxoSmithKline is where DeSantis is going now. He's going to purchase their monoclonal treatment. And the the governor has opened 25 of these monoclonal treatment sites in Florida. Said Florida needs about 72,000 doses weekly to meet demand. This weekly's allotment from the Biden administration, 31,000. So why? Are they just holding it? Are you kidding me? Withholding a life-saving drug. How many deaths now will be on Biden's hands? Each state runs monoclonal antibody treatment sites and can offer the therapy to more than 300 people daily. Wait lists at some sites now as long as three days, despite the treatment being more effective the earlier someone receives it, right? I like what Phil Kirpin wrote. He tweeted this out. The Biden administration hasn't made a single federal purchase from Glaxo since their monoclonal antibody product was authorized in May. What are the odds they swoop in with an exclusive deal now while DeSantis is negotiating his own bulk buy just to prevent Florida from getting it? If Biden does that, there's no other way you can spin that except it's a political punishment to Florida and Florida's governor because he's not going along with the Biden mandates. And he he told you that these governors won't do it. I'll just get them out of the way. Get them out of the way along with Floridians. Well, there's a lot of lot, just too many Floridians anyway. Why aren't Americans, I mean, really, why aren't all Americans upset about this and fighting it? And and just like, there should be an uprising over this of just, you know, town hall meetings and editorials and, and 
Oh, that'll get him, Greg. Strong letter to follow. Yeah, well, I mean, that, that's how most Americans feel. What are we supposed to do? But I mean, shouldn't all Americans be outraged about this? It shouldn't be political at all. I mean, where where are the Republicans? Where are the doctors and the nurses and, and the ethicists and people who actually care about human beings out there saying this cannot stand? Where's the media? Where are the Democrats for that matter? We're talking about human beings. We're not talking about whether you're in a red state or a blue state, whether you're a Republican or a Democrat. It, we're talking about people. It's just about saving lives, isn't it? What happened to the, the leftists? If it could save just one life. Wouldn't it be worth it? Well, not if it's a Republican or conservative life. Stupid red state not taking their backseat and wearing their mask. Have we really gotten to that point? Yep. DeSantis is also saying that uh, over half of those actually seeking this treatment are fully vaccinated. Spokesperson Christina Pushaw tweeted this out. More than half the patients getting the monoclonal antibody treatment in South Florida are fully vaccinated. Because people on Twitter were saying, well, they're unvaccinated, as if that matters. She also had written, Florida is above average in vaccination rate. More than half of the patients in South Florida getting monoclonal antibody treatments are vaccinated and have breakthrough infections. Vaccinated or unvaccinated, denying treatment to COVID patients is wrong, end quote. Bingo. It's a false choice. Create enough so everybody gets it. Operation Warp Speed. Florida, Texas, Mississippi, Tennessee, Alabama, Georgia, Louisiana, using 70%. See, that's too much. They don't have a right to do that. But you know what? Here's the other question. In a couple of months, what do you think the odds are that more of the blue states are going to have this problem? And they're going to be using a disproportional amount of the monoclonal treatments. Because that's what happened last year. There's this thing called a cycle. And we're in this COVID cycle now where I bet you in a couple months, you're going to see a lot more of this going on in the northern states. And it's going to be the exact same thing that's been happening to these southern states. Instagram blocking a hashtag. Hashtag natural immunity. Why? Oh, misinformation. Misinformation. Metro UK reporting. That's why they did it. Well, wait a second. There is this thing called natural immunity. In fact, there's a scientific study out of Israel that showed natural immunity confers longer lasting and stronger protection against infection, symptomatic disease, and hospitalization caused by the Delta variant compared to the two-dose vaccine-induced immunity. It's science. It's not science. It's misinformation. You're starting to figure out why there are so many people who are wondering what they can trust. Two of Gavin Newsom's children have tested positive for coronavirus. This is out of Politico. He's All of his children are under the age of 12, so they haven't been vaccinated, and two of them got it. I, I feel horrible for the governor and his children. I hope their his children are fine. All odds would say that I'm sure they will be fine. But if this had been Governor DeSantis out of Florida's children who got it, what do you think the reaction would be? Well, you know, he's in a state where he's not mandating them. I bet he's not even vaccinated. He is vaccinated and he's been pushing the vaccine. He actually says he totally believes in the vaccine. He doesn't think he has the right to force you to take the vaccine. Well, his kids deserve it. Um, but Gavin Newsom, he did everything right. Can we, can we quit the COVID shaming? He didn't do everything right. He didn't wear a mask in 2020 when he was at that fancy restaurant. Well, that's true. He did say it was a mistake, though. I mean, he admitted it was a mistake. Unlike... The current mayor of San Francisco, London Breed, Nick Arama, reporting this one. Talk about liberal hypocrisy. Okay, so Mayor London Breed put out a new indoor mask mandate in August. Here's what it said. Everyone, including people who are fully vaccinated, must wear a well-fitted mask in indoor public settings at all times except 
People may remove their well-fitted mask while actively eating or drinking. Put the emphasis on actively, all right? Actively eating or drinking means you're actually sitting there eating and drinking, right? Well, she went to a nightclub and she was photographed and videoed singing and dancing and partying in the nightclub. Well, she had a drink on the bar. Yeah, and she wasn't at the bar. She was on the dance floor and she was dancing and she didn't have a mask on. Well, yeah, well, well, here's what she actually said. San Francisco Chronicle reporter was there, had a lot of the pictures and the videos. And by the way, the reporter even admitted that the mayor wasn't wearing the mask while she was interviewing her. Well, she was actively, uh, I can't even try anymore. Fox 2 News reported that her response, the mayor's response to her own mandate to wear a mask that she was caught not doing. While I'm eating and drinking, I'm going to keep my mask off. This story's a distraction. Yes, in the time while we're drinking, like everyone else there, we were all having a good time and again, all vaccinated. And putting a mask on in between eating and drinking isn't realistic. The fact that this is even a story is sad. You were not actively eating and drinking. You were dancing and having a great time. And I have no problem with it, except that you're telling everybody else they must wear a mask. You're hurting businesses with your mask mandates. You're, you're hurting people's uh, ability to interact with each other and have some good social interaction with all this COVID stuff and the mental health problems that are going on with it. And you're busted at it. And you're still saying, well, you know, I, I get to do what I want. Now, you have to do what I tell you. My drink was sitting at the table. Yes, sitting at the table. I got up and started dancing because I was feeling the spirit and I wasn't thinking about a mask. She doesn't even understand how she just invalidated her entire mask mandate, that what she's saying is what everybody else is saying, and she's mad that she got caught breaking her own mask mandate. This is insane. I was thinking about having a good time, and in the process, I was following the health orders. No, you weren't. Not your health orders. I don't need the fun police to come in and micromanage and tell us what we should or shouldn't be doing. I totally agree with you, except here's the problem. You are the fun police and you're telling the fun police what to, what to do. You want people punished by the fun police by your orders. And yet you won't even live by your orders, which shows that you don't even believe that they are actually necessary to save lives and to save health. So you should get rid of them. You know, the bigger part of the story is the people of San Francisco, the media, the politics and the, and the politicians are letting her get away with this. And they're continuing to live under the tyranny of these ridiculous mass mandates, even though multiple studies now show they do not make a statistically significant difference at all over COVID. But, you know, we got to do the right thing. We've got to... Now we move to immigration. Wall Street Journal uh, getting us the details on the Del Rio migrant mess. I don't know if you kept track of this down in Del Rio, Texas, there are thousands of Haitians now, up to over 15,000 that have flooded the border and are basically living under a bridge. What are we doing about it? Well, we're, we're rushing 400 border patrol agents there, which means we're pulling them from other places. We're shutting down the Del Rio transport places, which means we're killing the economy there. Uh, we're pulling... People from, from other places on the street, which means the cartels are able to smuggle more stuff in around this right now, all because Biden has set up a system that incentivizes illegal aliens to come. Now, here's the other thing. If you're a super poor Haitian, how did you get the money to get from Haiti to Mexico and then to the border of Texas? I don't know, man, but uh, I don't blame him. I'd be desperate in Haiti too, but we can't take everybody. Del Rio Mayor Bruno Lozano, Democrat, pleading on national TV for the feds to control the border and for 
Vice President Harris to get there. Vice President Harris was at a football game this weekend. And so the Democrat Mayor Lozano is like, well, where is her visit to Del Rio? We need you to visit Del Rio. I don't know that Harris would really do anything, but he thinks it would increase the knowledge across America of what's going on here for sure. Biden has and continues to incentivize these kinds of illegal immigrant crossings because what we're saying is, hey, get here illegally and you can stay. Hey, get here illegally and we'll give you health care. Get here illegally and we'll put your kid in school. Get here illegally. And did you know in New York, illegal aliens are getting COVID checks up to $15,600. <laughs> and uh, the Wall Street Journal pointing out what I pointed out so many times, U.S. law at least the way our courts are currently interpreting it, now says that you can claim asylum in America for economic reasons. It used to be you claimed asylum because your country was at war. Now we've twisted this into economic reasons. Wow. The predictable result of all this has been the biggest migrant surge in some 20 years. And the Biden administration says, hey, the border's closed. We don't have an open border. You know, I don't think you understand what that means because you keep saying it, and nothing seems to change. In fact, it seems to just be getting worse. June 17, 2021, the Department of Homeland Security was warned of the vulnerabilities of the Del Rio International Bridge posed to the Border Patrol's law enforcement operations and was recommended that DHS immediately address the issue by setting up a temporary outdoor processing site as it had been done before, and DHS ignored the suggestion. Brandon Judd reporting on that. Well, I mean, we're busy. We got a lot of stuff going on. Don't worry. The border's closed. Nothing else to worry about. Okay. Now we move to Biden in Afghanistan and just how bad his week was, man. You, you look at COVID. You look at what happened with our immigration situation. You look at what's happening in Afghanistan. Of course, we already had the way Biden pulled out of Afghanistan. Perhaps as many as a thousand Americans left behind. Tens of thousands of Afghan allies left behind. Um, allowed a suicide bomber to kill 13 American servicemen and women. But don't worry, we had over-the-horizon capability and intelligence, and we were able to use a drone strike to get two of the ISIS-K members who were involved with that, man. We really showed them, and General Milley said it's a righteous strike, and everything was amazing, and the media was supporting it. And, well, now they've come out, and the Pentagon has admitted to what we told you last week, as the New York Times had reported, that it did not kill ISIS-K people. It killed an innocent aid worker and seven innocent children. Whoops. Yeah, whoops. Um, and of course, the Taliban is in control now and they're killing Christians and women not wearing burqas and kidnapping girls as young as 12 for sex slaves. But, you know, I can't see any other way we could have done it any better, says Joe Biden. The Pentagon had boasted two high-profile ISIS-K fighters. Planners and facilitators of the suicide bombings that killed 13 American servicemen and women. Mark Milley, righteous strike. No, not. Now they're admitting it was not. Now they're admitting no terrorists killed in that strike. Senator Rand Paul tweeted this out. Journalists should ask, did Joe Biden personally approve the drone strike that killed seven children and an aid worker? And Ted Cruz, did we use Taliban intel for the strike? Did Biden trust the Taliban for drone strike intel? Really good question. But hey, even though we know that that's happened now, we've, we've got an insider telling Fox News, no disciplinary action is expected for anyone involved in that U.S. drone strike. The discipline should be at the top. Biden should be in trouble for that. The general should be in trouble for that. 
because they obviously did not do the normal vetting process for a drone strike. Because, hey, we had to do something. We had to do something to take the suicide bombing of 13 American men and servicewomen off the front page. An update on Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez tax the rich dress at the Met Gala. The 37-year-old fashion designer Aurora James, who designed the dress, has delinquent tax bills in multiple states. What? New York Post. Most of the Lux Living James arrears center on Cultural Brokerage Agency, an LLC she formed in 2011 to serve as the parent company of her fashion brand. It's a favorite of people like Beyonce, Rihanna, and Meghan Markle. At least one former employee has come forward to accuse James of exploiting her workers and her unpaid interns. <laughs> unpaid interns. Oh, the, the uh, worker said, I experienced a lot of harassment when I worked for her. Aurora would ask me to do things not in anyone's job description, like scheduling her gynecological appointments. Aye. The work environment was so hostile, I was afraid to ask for my check. And the New York Post reported the designer's company received over 41000 of COVID-19 pandemic relief payments from you. <laughs> Pay your taxes. Again, regardless of what AOC says, and Belosi, and now Biden, the top 1% income earners in America, I've got the numbers from the IRS right in front of me, they earn 20.9% of all the income, but pay 40.1% of all income taxes. <laughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> the real problem here is crony capitalism, where the government picks winners and losers, where the government changes the law to help the people that they think are on their side, and it gives big companies advantages over smaller companies and startups, and it's not right. That's what's not fair. That's not capitalism. We've got crony capitalism with big business and these billionaires that own the big businesses and creeping socialism and central planning for everyone else. That's the problem. Great point by David Hersani today. He follows up on what I was saying on who pays the taxes. He said, look, those who pay over 207000 a year are now, excuse me, make over 207000 a year are now paying 35% in income tax. If you make over 518000 a year, you're paying 37% income tax rate. That's kind of a lot. And then he goes into Americans making less than $75,000 are projected this year to have on average no federal income tax liability after deductions and credits. The average income tax rate for those making between 75 grand and 100 grand a year expected to be 1.8%. And more than 61% of Americans, around 107 million households, owed zero federal income taxes for the year 2020. Did you know that? And how many voters know that nearly 70% of the Forbes 400 richest Americans are self-made first-generation rich? Did you know the self-made wealthy has gone up from 40% in the 1980s to nearly 70% by the 2010s? The middle class, the middle class is actually not shrinking because it's getting poor, but because a long-term trend is upper middle class growth. Maybe we should quit with the class warfare and work on helping everybody do better. Finally, the New York Times Saturday published an article about the assassination of the Iranian nuclear scientist Moshin Farizadeh, I hope I'm pronouncing his name correctly, assassinated by Israeli operatives in November 2020. This was the guy the lead scientist in constructing covert nuclear weapons for Iran. Now, Iran is a terrorist-run regime now. 
You look at the Quds Force, they're like the biggest terrorist force in the world that is fighting proxy wars all across the Middle East, and certainly not our friends, and certainly Iran is not supposed to have a nuclear weapon based on all the deals they've ever signed and everything that the world is saying about it. This guy's building it, so Israel gets in there and gets rid of the guy. Here's how the New York Times wrote about him. Despite his prominent position, Iran's top nuclear scientist wanted to live a normal life. He loved reading poetry, taking his family to the seashore, and driving his own car instead of having bodyguards drive him in an armored vehicle. You know, I mean, while, while he wasn't building nuclear weapons to give to a terrorist-run state designed to kill hundreds of thousands of people and potentially target Americans, he wanted a normal life. Washington Free Beacon writer Adam Credo tweeted this out. He was also a Jew hater, helped his government murder people, and wanted to give genocidal maniacs a nuclear weapon. But he loved poetry, Greg. He lo- You know, Hitler was an animal lover, a vegetarian, and he loved to paint. Leave him alone. My name's Greg Knapp. This is the Greg Knapp Experience. <laughs>